0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 52 of the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim, coming at you on this Friday morning, just chilling at home right now, brewed a cup of coffee, so coffee and podcast it is. About to take a sip here. Woo! Alright, coffee's the best. Top 5 in life. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, welcome to this week's episode. If you're new to the podcast or if you're a regular listener, welcome, welcome. On this podcast, we talk about anything and everything related to building strength inside of the gym and probably more importantly, outside of the gym. So, I got a couple requests for this week's podcast. One of the members at Carpio hit me up. We always talk about food. We love talking about food. We share food stories. We share heartbreaks about food. We share everything about food. Anyway, he said, you know what? You should do a recipe podcast because he was asking me about how I cook my food, how I prepare my food and all that. Because you guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you see that I always post what I'm eating. Sometimes I don't. But I try to share with you guys what's going down in the nutrition realm. So this podcast is going to be for those who are... I don't know. Maybe you just like to listen to me talk because I've gotten that a couple times. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, this is for those who... Maybe you're looking for new recipes, maybe you're trying to figure out how to navigate the kitchen and see, like you're just trying to figure out the kitchen and trying to make it work whether you're already cooking for yourself or you're not. I think this is going to be helpful. I'm going to go over the basics of how I grocery shop, what I buy, and then how I whip that all together. So I just want to preface everything and say that my nutrition, my food is super basic, like I'm a very simple and minimal person. I try to keep it as easy as possible. So if that's what you're looking for, I got you. So let's talk about why I eat what I eat. So my goals because what you're going to eat is going to depend on your goals, right? How much you're going to eat, what kind of food you're going to eat. It's all going to depend on what you're looking to get out of your training, your food. Like, do you want? are you training for body composition? Do you simply want to look better? Or are you training for um, maximum muscle gain? Or are you training for maximum strength gains? Because they're all going to differ a little bit. Not not a lot, but they will vary. So me personally, I eat what I eat because A it gives me good energy. It makes me feel good. B it um it helps fuel me for my day. So it gives me good energy, fuels me for my day. And of course, For me, I look at things from a performance and aesthetic standpoint. I know a lot of people say, like, don't train for aesthetics, train for performance. Yeah, I get it. I'm all about performing and moving well and being strong as hell, but let's not kid ourselves. I think looking good is a common goal for the majority of us. Maybe some people really don't care, but I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I don't care how I look. No, of course I care how I look. I care how I look in my clothing. I care how I look without my clothing. Um, so I wanna. I eat what I eat because I want to perform well and I want to look good. Simple as that. So in terms of certain uh, specific diet that I follow or a specific nutrition protocol, there's none of that for me. I am I like to call what I do, like I just eat a whole foods diet the majority of the time. So 80, 80 to 90% of the time I am eating whole foods, basically real food. So for me that's usually going to be red meat, fish, I've been introducing a little bit of fish lately. Um, I do some chicken thighs, I do lots of vegetables, eggs, and lots of white rice, and sometimes sweet potatoes. And on top of that, I try to consume a lot of fruit. Uh, bananas, berries, apples, oranges, I love oranges. Um, oranges are excellent after like a nice fatty meal, because you know that oily feeling you get? have an orange after the meal and you're totally refreshed the only downside is that all the pulp and stuff gets stuck everywhere side note so that's the rundown of my the that's the base of my diet that's like 80% of what I eat animal protein red meat ground beef steak and then fish I like to do chicken thighs as well. I like to eat lots of eggs just because they're easy. I'll just throw it on top of the meat and the rice that I'm eating. Lots of fruits, lots of vegetables, lots of rice. So in terms of setting up, say, a week of eating, what I try to do, it doesn't always happen, but I try to have two different types of protein sources so there's like a bit of a rotation so i'm not terribly bored of what i'm eating right it doesn't always happen but this is what i aim for and then i guess before that in every meal i have it's as simple as this there's a carbohydrate source the majority of time that's going to be white rice there's a protein source the majority of the time that's red meat and then there's a vegetable usually I've been digging the baby carrots a lot I like the string beans as well I'm trying to incorporate more leafy greens I know that's something I don't consume enough of so lots of leafy greens and then fruits as either a snack or after the meal just to refresh the palate right so, I try to have two different kinds of meat, two different kinds of protein sources on the go. So this week, for example, I had a lot of ground beef. I made ground beef, and I today, just now, I made steak. So that gives me two options to pick from, so it's not always just one option. Like, it's not a... I can do just one option, but eating that three times a day it usually like it works but then i find that i will start to crave something different and then that's kind of when i'll have like like yesterday or the day before i had a i had a pack of chips ahoy's cuz like i think i was just eating too much ground beef and i just craved something different something not ground beef and i have a big sweet tooth anyway i'll get into all that after like i do still eat all the good stuff and i do i try to um communicate this all the time that i think everyone has their own individual cravings and that is perfectly fine and i think it's important to satisfy those cravings so for me i really like sweets i like cookies i like donuts i like muffins like baked goods are the shit cuz it goes hand in hand with coffee i think that's That's one of the reasons. And it tastes so good. Donuts, cookies, all that stuff. So I do eat all those things. Just I don't eat them very often anymore. So when I say that 80% of my diet is whole foods, real food, lots of nutrition, lots of micronutrients and good macronutrients, that's 80% of my diet. 20% of my diet is going to be other things. Things I enjoy. Not that I don't enjoy the steak and the ground beef, because I really do, but I really, really enjoy all the other stuff. And when you do the math on it, this is kind of how I explain it. Say on average we eat 21 meals a week, three meals a day, seven days, right? Say on average we eat 21 meals a week. If I go off track, for, say, four of the meals or three of the meals, what is that really going to do to me, right? So I like to think of it like that. Say three to four meals per week, I'll just like, just have whatever you want. Pizza is another very common thing in my life right now. I love me some pizza. Okay, so let's get back on track. I just got I feel like I got distracted talking about all that 20% food. Let's talk about this 80% food. So first of all, in terms of cooking, as I said earlier, I like to keep it simple, very basic, no frills. And as anyone who cooks regularly, you know that cooking isn't the hard part. Cleaning up is the hard part. So this is something I learned and guys, keep in mind, I've been meal prepping for at least 10 years now. I started cooking about 10 years, I'd say. I started cooking my own meals around 17, 18 years old. I can't do math because I'm only 26 right now, so whatever. Um, so I've been cooking for a while now. I've tried all types of things. I've tried the barbecue. I've tried the oven. Um, that's, yeah, so I've tried everything. And one thing, the only thing I'm using right now, I use the stovetop. I use the burners on the top. I use two to three frying pans and one big, like, crock pot kind of thing. So I do everything on the stovetop. Absolutely everything. I haven't baked anything in, in like a year, I haven't barbecued in years. I don't fuck around with any of that because there's too much cleaning involved so i use my main tools are going to be two to three good frying pans make sure they're good size frying pans i like to fit two to three steaks on each pan um my the crock pot i have i can fit like a whole large tray of ground beef so like four pounds of ground beef no problem and veggies on top of that so it's for me it's all about efficiency keeping it simple and minimizing the dishes because ain't nobody want to do dishes right and I don't have a dishwasher I used to when I lived with my parents that was good stuff but right now I don't have a dishwasher if you have a dishwasher and you don't use it highly recommend trying the dishwasher game changer okay so I use two to three pans those are my main tools and here's another thing pro tip for steaks, for chicken thighs, anything like that, I use tongs. I don't use a spatula cuz then it just like the oil sprays everywhere as you try to flip stuff. Tongs are key. So I use a tong and then I do use like a wooden spatula for ground meat, ground beef, stuff like that. So let's talk about ground beef while while we're on topic so ground beef how I prepare this is my main recipe right here ground beef when it goes on sale and if you live in Toronto you live in Canada you can get ground beef for three or four dollars a pound that's either lean or extra lean and again which which one you get depends on your goals if you're trying to lean out a little maybe you have to go for that extra lean variation The lean might have too much fat in it so in Toronto ground beef three to four dollars a pound when it's on sale I definitely stock up I buy I buy a lot I buy maybe 16 to 20 pounds at a time and I'll keep one in the fridge and I'll throw all the rest in the freezer right so it's all about buying bulk if you're trying to be conscious about your money and it's just efficient in terms of I don't have to go around every week um, shopping for the best deal because the best deal already came up and I stocked up at that time so ground beef I definitely stock up on that so when I make brown beef I use a big crock pot like it's like a baking dish it's huge heavy as hell I this is literally I'm gonna go step by step so you guys either write this down, remember it, or listen to it while you're cooking. Because as I said, I have i think I've mastered the art of minimizing dishes. That's all like, this is going to taste good too, don't get me wrong. But I care about minimizing the mess. So you have your tray of ground beef. What do you do? You cut it, cut the side, peel the film off, and I just toss that shit in the crock pot. Just toss it right in. Throw and then I fold up the tray put it in the garbage. Boom. No dishes. The ground beef has tra- has been transferred from the tray To the crock pot. We're cooking already. I Don't oil it because ground beef there's the fats gonna come off of it anyway, so it's gonna have plenty of oil on there so no need to add extra oil and immediately I actually I forgot a step before I throw the beef in there I actually season the bottom of the crock pot. So what I use is I use the brand Cool Runnings. Um, I don't know why I use them. They're in my local grocery store. It's good. I've tried all their different flavors, and I like them. So I, I rotate between they have a roasted Caribbean garlic and spice, which is bomb. A little spicy. Got that garlic in it, so I just season it a little bit. I throw some in the pan, sorry, in the crock pot. And in terms of how to, how much to season, I don't really measure anything. I think after you do it a couple times, you will know how much or how little to put. So I season the crock pot, I throw the ground beef in there, boom. It's on high heat um, to start. I might turn it down to like medium high later, but it's staying up there. So I use a wooden spatula here and I'm breaking up the ground beef. Just break it up, break it up. Make sure it's not in big chunks because how are you going to eat big chunks of beef, right? So break it up and then kind of let it sit there. And then while that's happening, the oil is going to come off of it. Um, You just want the ground beef to brown, right? So brown the ground beef. Boom, bang, bing it doesn't take that long it's like less than 10 minutes it's already browned at that point I'll add a little more seasoning break it up a little more mix it up that's it that's literally it so now your beef is cooked it's seasoned it tastes good one tip when you're cooking especially something like ground beef because you don't have to be as long as it's browned you're pretty much good right so you don't have to worry about like eating raw meat or anything Once it's browned and you're kind of unsure, so say it's your first couple times you're cooking. If you're kind of unsure how much seasoning to put, taste it while you're cooking. So before you pour in more seasoning, maybe take a bite of that beef and see how it tastes. If it's not enough flavor for you, add a little bit more. If it's already where you think you want it, just leave it right there. I got that tip from Gordon Ramsay. Yes, lots of Food Channel watching in my younger years. So now the ground beef's done. Boom, that's it. It's literally 10 minutes. There's no mess because we went from the tray to the crock pot. The only thing we've used so far is the crock pot and the wooden spatula. Like, I'm not messing around here. And then now, okay, the beef is cooked. And while the beef is cooking, I do other things. It's all about knowing how much time everything needs and again you'll get this as you spend more time in the kitchen just like how you get good at whatever it is you're good at because you spent time doing it you will get better as you go you'll learn how to be more efficient you'll learn what you can do while say the beef is done is waiting to cook so while the beef is cooking I usually will fire up some rice and again if you're trying to make gains And you like to eat rice and you don't have a rice cooker come on now come on you need a rice cooker it's like 50 bucks get a rice cooker it's the best one of the best investments you'll make so rice cooker I put uh, three and a half cups of rice three and a half cups of water I put it in the rice cooker I plug it in I click the button boom rice is getting prepared and I think what I'm cooking right now is about four meals of rice for me. So you'll, again, you'll kind of find the right amount of rice. You might need less, you might need more. For me, it's, I cook four, four meals of rice. I basically cook that every single day. Um, I eat three to four meals, two to four meals a day, depending on how big they are. So boom, rice is in there, ground beef is done. Let's add some vegetables to the beef because it's already cooking. Why, why use another pan? I'm just going to throw it right in there. And here's the thing. I used to do fresh vegetables. I do. And I still do sometimes. Broccoli, carrots, and bok choy. But it's been a while. I haven't had fresh vegetables in a while. I've been on the frozen vegetable train. so go to your local grocery store go to the frozen vegetable aisle and check out what they have so for me my go-to's are baby carrots i think it's like a pound and a half for two dollars it's cheap man so i put the whole pack in you might not want to put the whole pack in but i put the whole pack in again same thing as the meat now it's vegetables i cut the plastic package I pour it right into the ground beef and that crock pot. I throw away the package. Boom. Still no dishes to be done. Right? So I like baby carrots. I like their different blends too. They have have beans and carrots. They have, I like the edamame as well. Because of um, its high protein, easy protein intake. So I like the edamame. I like the, there are a couple different blends too. So they do have a frozen spinach, which I've been playing around with, super good. I like the corn as well. So I really always just have vegetables stocked up. I have like a variety of frozen vegetables and that kind of keeps things fresh because the ground beef is going to stay the same, but at least the vegetables will change up a little bit. So it's all about having a little bit of variety. So boom. Vegetables are in, I cover it, at this point I'll turn it down to pretty low heat because it's already cooked. The vegetables are frozen, they just need to thaw out, and most of the time if I'm not eating right away, I don't really need to like worry about having them warm. So they're going to get warm anyway though, don't worry. So I'll go low heat at this point, vegetables are in, I'll mix it up a little when I can, and then I'll cover. I won't completely cover it, I'll leave it a little bit open, but I'll cover the majority of it. And from there, I just let that marinate on its own. And that's it. That's my ground beef recipe. And I do two things from there. Like once it's done, once I turn it off, once it cools off, I do two things. If I need to meals on the go, I'll immediately put three to four of them in some Tupperware. and and then I'll add rice. But if I don't need any meals at that moment, I will cover it when it's cooled and I will put the whole crock pot in the fridge. And whenever, say, I come home for dinner, I'll pull out that crock pot, I'll get some beef from there, I'll get some rice from my rice cooker, microwave it, bing, bang, boom, that's it. Nice and easy and Another thing I like to do with the ground beef, I got this from Stan Effording from The Vertical Diet. He likes to put some chicken bone broth in the uh, rice and ground beef. So I'll eat it in like a Tupperware or in a bowl so then I can pour some bone broth in there, just a little bit. And then it kind of changes it up a little. Like, it, it add, again, it adds a bit of variety. And say i'm really hungry and i know i haven't eaten a whole lot that day and i I know i need to eat more right to hit my protein intake because at the end of the day that's usually that's what i'm concerned about i'm doing all this to hit my protein intake so i can improve my performance i can improve my body composition and gain muscle lean out all that good stuff protein intake is king so i do the bone broth So what the bone broth does is it actually makes it easier to eat because it makes the rice softer and you can just consume more food. Simple as that. And it tastes good. And the bone broth, surprisingly, has a lot of protein. So that's my ground beef and vegetable recipe. That's my main meal. Super easy. As you see, there's no cleanup. Once I finish, of course you have to clean like the Tupperware I eat out of like, I have to clean the Tupperware I eat out of or the dishes I eat out of. That's fine. But in terms of meal prep, I don't... Sometimes, like, you try to do too much and, like, there's too many things going on. And then suddenly you have, like, 20 dishes to wash. and It's just not fun. It's, like, very... It puts me off of cooking. So, as you see, I really do my best to minimize the dishes. So let's move into the steak. I actually took some pictures of what I did this morning as I cooked the steak. Um, So I will share those on Instagram. So look out for those. But steak, number one thing, buy good steak, buy quality meat. So I usually go for ribeye. I like ribeye. I like the fat. It tastes good. It feels good. So I like ribeye. I like strip loin is good too and generally those are the two i stick to i try not to buy sirloin too much because it's not as tasty it's too lean and it just it just doesn't melt in your mouth you know so i would steak is usually going to be on the low end like six seven dollars cheapest and then of course you can get as expensive as you want right so it's usually six to ten dollar Per pound that's usually the range I'm in for the steak so as you can see a little more pricey than the ground beef but it is probably better quality in terms of micronutrients and you just know what's in there right ground meat can kind of be a little iffy sometimes like what the hell's actually in there (laughs) so steak I usually go ribeye or strip loin Steak all you need is salt and pepper. So same thing. I pull out my two, three frying pans, depending on how hard I'm about to go. Tongs are key here because you don't you don't want to touch the steak. You don't want to like use a fork and poke it in and like try to carry it across and then it kind of slips off the fork. No, fuck that. Tongs are key. So first of all, high heat. I turn on all the burners, high heat. Make sure the pan is hot before you put the steak on there. So pan, wait for the pan to get hot and I season the pan as well. I don't know why, I don't know how I started doing this, but it made more sense because you want to season the bottom and the top of the meat, right? So sea salt, regular sea salt, I use like coarse salt, it's bigger chunks. Salt I throw that shit down there, again you'll figure out how much salt you need. I throw the salt down, I throw the pepper down. I wait for the pan to get hot. Once the pan's hot, I use the tongs and I slap those steaks on. I throw the steaks on, I look at the time. Depending on the thickness of your steak, it's going to be anywhere from 3 to 5 minutes per side. And again, depends on how you like your steak. Me, I like my steak fairly rare. If you guys have seen my Instagram pictures I do like the steak rare so I'm usually in that three to four minute range depending on how thick the steak is and again as you go on you'll learn how how long each side needs to be on for so I watch the time four minutes goes by I use my tongs and I flip it. You only need to flip the steak once. Don't listen to anyone who says they flip it every minute. I know Coach D, who was on last week's podcast, flips his steak like on, every minute on the minute like he's doing a fucking Metcon workout. No. Come on, bro. <laughs> flip the steak once. Don't play yourself. Just flip the steak once. It only needs one flip if you know what you're doing. So four minutes goes by, use the tong, flip it, boom. Another three to four minutes, take it off. And here is another key, another key point. Say you put the steak on a plate or a Tupperware container. Make sure you cover it. Don't cover it all the way, but make sure you cover it. So leave a little bit of room so that it can still like cool down and air out but don't leave it like in the open air because it will dry out a lot faster. So when you put it in your Tupperware, make sure you cover it at least a little bit, not fully, but cover it a little. That is the key. And if you're eating it right away, let it sit for a little bit. Let the juices marinate a little more and then cut into it. Be patient. Do not cut into it right away. So that is the steak. And I'll do the same thing with the steak so say I finished cooking the steak now the pan the pans already dirty you have to wash it anyway but now the pan's seasoned at least so what I'll do is I'll throw my frozen vegetables in that same pan I'll add a little bit of water I'll cover it and I'll let that cook boom still no meal prep dishes to be made to be cleaned I cut the steak Out of the package, I threw the steak in, I threw the package out. The steak comes off, the vegetables go in the same pan. Boom. So simple, guys. So simple. You guys can do this too. So let's move on. So those are easy. I find red meat is very easy to cook because it's not like chicken breasts. It's not like chicken thighs. It's not like rainbow trout. So rainbow trout is something I've been introducing into my diet. I try to have it at least once a week. It is a little bit on the pricier end. I think you can get it on sale for $8 a pound. So I don't buy a whole lot of it like I do with the steak and with the ground beef. Just because I'm not as crazy about it. So I just buy one piece. I just recently trying to get the one serving of fish. Or two servings of fish per week just to get those omegas to get those fats those healthy fats air quotes so rainbow trout it's actually very similar to the steak the only difference is I'll add a bit of lemon into the pan but it's same thing salt and pepper throw it down the skin side being down you can take the skin off if you want But as you guys have seen, I keep it basic. I'm simple. I go the easiest route possible. So skin side goes down three to four minutes, flip it. It's a little trickier to flip because it might break apart. But flip it another three, four minutes, done. That's it. Again, pan fry. I'm all about the pan fry. Chicken thighs. I don't do chicken thighs a lot, but if I'm going to eat chicken, it's going to be chicken thighs. I've coined the saying over the last year that life is too short for chicken breasts. Like, I, I do believe people can get lean without chicken breasts. I think that's very old school bodybuilding mentality that you need to eat rice, chicken, and broccoli. I used to do that. So I'm speaking from experience. I used to do that. I used to eat chicken breast all the time. But let's be fucking honest. Chicken breast just doesn't taste that good. You can make it taste good. That's not a problem. I can make chicken, chicken breast taste good. But at the end of the day, every, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, every other meat option is better than chicken breast. I know i haven't talked about pork i don't eat much pork i do enjoy it but i think from a nutritional standpoint it's not that great i could be wrong though i'm and all of this is spoken from my meathead bro science experience i'm not a scientist i'm not a nutritionist i just i'm speaking from experience so literally every other meat option is better than chicken breast like Pork chops are better, sausages are better, bacon is better, chicken thighs, chicken drumsticks, ground beef, steak, lamb, goat. Like literally all of them are better than chicken breasts. So let me stop harassing chicken breasts. So chicken thighs. Chicken thighs are awesome. I like it. It's juicy as hell. They're freaking. it's a lot of fat. So you gotta be careful with that. But every now and then chicken thighs are delicious so I you can buy them um, without the bone you can buy them without the skin it's it doesn't really matter It's up to you personal preference so all it really depends for me if I see them like bone in skin on it could be two dollars a pound you can get a lot of meat for two dollars a pound um, I think if it's bone-off, skin-off, it can be like $4 a pound, which is still great. Like, it's super clean. It looks great. So chicken thighs, get whatever you prefer. No skin, skin, bone, no bone. Here's what I do with chicken thighs. Again, pan fry. All about the pan fry. I, the Chicken thighs requires a little bit of effort because you have to watch the chicken thighs so pans are on medium to high heat you throw down your chicken thighs why you have to watch them especially if they have skin is because it can burn and stick to the pan right and then then you're eating like char no fun so throw them down with chicken thighs i use the tongs as well because it's going to be a lot of oil so you have to watch out for that Uh, I do use a cover when I'm doing the chicken thighs because the oil can get uh, very... It can get all over the place. So I use the tongs and I flip intermittently. And it's a little bit trickier because I personally don't have like an amount of minutes that I cook it for. I cook the chicken thighs on like medium. I season it. Same thing as I do with the ground beef. I like the roasted Caribbean and like the roasted caribbean garlic and spice i seasoned the hell out of that another really good spice to have in your or herb to have in your cupboard is oregano oregano super simple but it adds a lot it changes the flavor completely it adds a lot of aroma to it highly recommend oregano and honestly for like such little effort it it makes your meal look that much better um, smell that much better and taste that much better so oregano's in the cards as well so chicken thighs it's just intermittent flipping and what i usually end up doing is i'll take one out and i'll cut into it just to see how it looks in the inside if it's still pink okay let's cook it for a little more and then i'll just keep checking it until i think it's done Uh, With chicken, it should be solid, like it shouldn't be any pink. There shouldn't be any pink shit going on in there. It should be solidly uh, white slash beige. So chicken thighs, boom. So I've gone over ground beef, steak, chicken thighs, vegetables, and rainbow trout. Those are my main sources. Eggs, of course I do eggs. I do fried eggs. Say I'm having the rice, ground beef, and vegetables, and I know I need to eat a little more, I'll throw one or two eggs on top. Easy source of protein, easy calories. Get that in, right? So that's pretty much the majority of my meals. White rice, ground beef, steak, rainbow trout, chicken thighs, and vegetables. In my cupboard, I use salt, I use pink Himalayan salt, I use the Caribbean spice and roasted garlic, I use oregano, and then of course bone broth for the ground beef meals. It's as easy as that, even with the chicken thighs. Same thing, in terms of meal prep, it's going straight from the package to the pan. I think that's the key. So. I hope this was helpful, I, I hope I didn't talk too fast because this coffee got me going and I, I like talking about the food, I like talking about how I'm cooking the food, clearly I'm passionate about this. And I really do think cooking can be a lot easier than people make it out to be. As you see, and as I said, cooking generally isn't the time consuming part. The cleaning up is the time-consuming part. So like if you're trying to marinate your chicken thighs and you're putting it in a mixing bowl and you're putting the seasoning on it and you're mixing it with your hands, then you got to wash your hands like 20 times. Then you have a mixing bowl that's full of shit. I get it. Like marinating helps. So if you really want to marinate, go for it. Just realize you're going to have to do with those dishes. Or you can marinate in a plastic bag. But realize you're not being friendly to the planet. <laughs> I'm kidding. I um... So it's cool to marinate. Just realize it's going to take more effort, right? And honestly, for me, I don't think it makes a huge difference. Unless I'm trying to impress someone. Like most of this food is for me and my girlfriend. This is my super basic meathead diet. Fish, ground beef, steak, chicken thighs, eggs, rice fruits and vegetables. That makes up 80% of my diet. And the reason why I eat like this, again, as I said, it makes me feel good. It gives me energy. So let me give you a kind of an example of a day of eating for me. For me, I'm about 180 pounds. So I try to consume about 140 grams of protein. I think that's about 70 percent of uh, 70 sorry 0.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight about 140. So that's what I try to get in daily. That's what I've realized I need to get in daily in order to build muscle gain strength and stay lean. So 140 grams I, that's going to be two to four meals. Realistically, that's going to be three to four meals. So, for example, I ate a meal around 9.30 a.m. today. I did that because I'm training at 12 p.m. So I ate a, I didn't eat a full meal. I ate maybe half of what I usually eat because I don't want to be too full. Then I won't want to train, right? So I ate a half portion, so that's probably about 20 20 to 25 grams of protein. After I train, I'm going to crush a huge rice and steak meal, looking at about 40 to 50 grams of protein there. So from those two meals, I'm at about 75, halfway to my protein intake. So I generally would need to eat two more meals of meat. I don't measure my food anymore, I kind of, I have measured my food in the past, and that's why I know how much or how little I should eat. So I basically eat according to my schedule. Like I eat, I ate at 9.30 because I'm going to train at 12, and then I'm going to eat after that around 2. I'm going to eat a big ass meal because then I work from about 5 to 8 p.m. So 2 pm gives me time to digest, then I can work without being too full. before work, I'll probably have a Lara bar. I'm a big fan of Lara bars. Um, I don't recommend them for everyone because there's a lot of fat in them and a lot of calories for what it is. but for me it satisfies my crave uh, my sweet tooth. So I'll either have a Lara bar or shake, Like I do a lot of frozen fruits, banana, protein powder, right? So generally I'm having three meals a day. If I'm really hungry, I'll have four. If I'm really pressed for time, I probably end up having like two really big meals where I try to get like 60 to 70 grams of protein each meal. It makes me really full, but sometimes I only get two meals in. So you just have to be aware of How much protein you're trying to hit. What's your schedule like for the day because you need to eat around your life. Like I don't want to eat too much or I don't want to not eat. And then I have to work for, then I have to run like three sessions in a row. I'll start to get hangry, right? So I really make sure I eat before those blocks of work that I have. So I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed I hope it all made sense and that you guys can visualize it. I highly encourage to get into the grocery store. As I always say, the gains are not made in the gym. The gains are made in the grocery store. They're made in the gym, too. But if you're thinking about aesthetics, body composition, you want to build muscle, you got to hit the grocery store or you got to have lots of money. So you can pay for all that prepared food outside. Up to you. So if anyone has any questions, please hit me up. Instagram at Theodore.Lim. As always, I appreciate your support. I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. And I sincerely, I want to hear if you guys try any of these recipes, please let me know because I would love to hear about that. Honestly, I really would. So I hope you guys take the time to try out some of these. I hope it helps you in terms of your meal prep because I really do believe that meal prep seems like such a large obstacle but I promise you it can be a lot easier than you think. So with that being said, I'll catch you all next week. Have a good day. Have a good week. And keep having fun. Peace.